Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I am your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcala. How are you today, sir? It's hot. It is hot. <laughs> it's 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 finally fucking summer. It was like 60 degrees yesterday, Yeah. and now it's I like 90. I don't know what's happening with the weather. Cause Climate change. I think it was last week. It was, like, in the 90s for two days, and then it went all the way down into, like, the 70s. Like, I don't That's know what the what fuck is happening. That's what keeps happening. I think it might be because we fucked up the entire atmosphere of the Earth. Yeah, probably. But today we are talking about the... Re- inc- oh, my God. I, I keep calling it the Return of the Incredible Hulk, but that is not what it is called. It doesn't really matter, but it's called the Incredible Hulk it's Return. The, it's the same thing. <laughs> purists, Franny, all those Lou Ferrigno Hulk purists are going to get on <laughs> us. It's happened before, it'll happen again. What is your familiarity with the Hulk TV show? Uh, no, literally nothing. Nothing? Did I, you know it existed? I knew it existed, but that's about it. Okay, I watched a little bit of it in like elementary school because it all used to be on netflix and then i watched a few episodes leading up to this episode just so i had a frame of reference and i kind of love it it's kind of great and i want to watch every episode (laughs) the one i watched there was like a savage caveman hulk from another time period that met the normal hulk and that was pretty (laughs) fucking great oh man and there there are technically the first two episodes back to back of the incredible hulk has been released as a film but that's just two episodes and like with those two Spider-Man sequels, we don't talk about that. There's also the the Incredible Hulk wedding movie. That is also just two episodes of the show. So I guess we could have talked about those, but we're we're doing three Hulk movies on this show. I think yeah. that's enough. Almost back to back, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Luckily, we have a uh, Punisher '89 separating, and then we have to talk about Far From Home, saving us the first week of July. <laughs> but we do have to talk about this one, and then the Daredevil one back to back. And then I had to fucking go out of my way to find the Death of the Incredible Hulk. I got it from eBay <laughs> <laughs> for, for uh, spent like three thousand dollars just getting it. Thousand dollars <laughs> only on shipping, actually. Yeah, so so get it from a country that like nobody's ever heard of. I got it from Bhutan. <laughs> uh, yeah, those those uh, better be fucking worth it. <laughs> and there's no other superheroes in the the death of the Incredible Hulk, but we'll get to watch him die. So, and that's only a few years before Bill Bixby actually died. So that's pretty hard hitting stuff. <laughs> Fun fact: he died on set. <laughs> yeah, they actually um they, they killed, actually him. killed him. That's, yeah. <laughs> I have fun facts, because that's what we do here. Uh, first off, Bill Bixby, who of course plays Dr. David Banner, um, directed this, along with Nicholas Coria, who wrote this. He wrote a lot of Hulk, and for you Star Trek fans, Nicholas Coria wrote a lot of Voyager and Deep Space Nine episodes. One of those shows is better than the other one. I'm gonna let you guys decide which is the good one. It's Deep Space Nine. <laughs> so the show went from 1977, late 1977, to uh, 1982 on CBS. This movie was actually put out by NBC because it's a whole thing, but I think after this, New World is the studio that bought the rights to the Hulk. I, I think they owned all the Marvel rights for a brief period of time. Nobody ever talks about New World. But Did they do anything with well, they kind of produced this, but they just sold it to NBC. Oh, okay. So just like all those other movies that we talked about, we're back in the MCU, not MCU, NBC universe. Although this isn't connected to Captain America or Spider-Man. Or, none of them are really connected. We like to force those little connections yeah. in, but just because we're in a post-MCU world where we're all where obsessed with cinematic universes. Everything has to be connected somehow. <laughs> yeah, because that's what we're used to, but... At least this one does actually have other superhero, another superhero in it. Uh, 
uh, which we'll talk about. Steve Levitt played Don Blake. I just wrote that here because I didn't write it anywhere else. <laughs> I wasn't going to remember that. This is Jack Colvin's last appearance as reporter Jack McGee, who is a, a central character on the TV show, but nobody actually gives a fuck. Um, <laughs> and so this aired on NBC on May 22nd, 1988. So it's like six years after the show ended. This was like a little reunion thing. Yeah, so Stanley was again a consultant. Like, remember, I think on the... It was either Spider-Man, Spider-Man or the Doctor Strange episode where he was talking about how fucking Spider-Man and Doctor Strange were terrible, but he liked Captain America and Hulk. Oh, yeah. Which I think is kind of <laughs> how we feel, too. <laughs> Although we like Spider-Man a lot. Yeah. For some reason. The last piece of trivia I have is that the Hulk wiki says this is the only Hulk movie that acknowledges the supernatural out of the Bill Bixby Hulk universe. <laughs> which is really... I don't really care, but... yeah whatever <laughs> it, it, it made a point to point out that savage hulk was brought around with scientific stuff scientific means oh shit um should have said this up top we have uh the youtube channel's going pretty good i guess we just posted a video yesterday about it was the spider sense rant from episode one but i just threw a bunch of clips on it so go watch that i guess and support that now we have to talk about the film so let's get into it's it garbage we fucking love yeah, this movie, Franny. It's a good movie. We both agree that this is probably the best thing we've watched. Yeah. <laughs> and we, last, not last week, we've had two weeks with no movies in order. We talked about Dark Phoenix and we had that interview. So we're finally Dark, back yeah. on, on the train. And yeah, I kind of missed it watching yeah, a, this. Yeah, a little bit. I had a really fun time watching this. The film starts with a recap of the events of the show, which best. David Banner is a scientist. Gamma experiment goes wrong, alters biochemistry, becomes a big old green rage monster when he's angry. He's pursued by a reporter as Jack McGee. Nobody cares. They pretty much tell you what you already knew about the whole... Except the Jack McGee thing, because nobody well, yeah. remembers that. Because nobody knows who that is, but... <laughs> and and oh, I, I guess right out of the way, we should we should establish the whole David Banner thing. Most people don't know that Bruce is his middle name. His name is David Bruce Banner. And so in the show, they just call him David Banner, which is probably a bit jarring to some people. But yeah. now you know a little more about it, the Hulk's real name. If, that's another if, fun if fact, care. I guess. Okay, so Dan, David, David Banner is... You know what? Rule number one of podcasting is that you're not supposed to ever like drink coffee or soda before you come on the show. Cause and then you did fucks your I drank two cups of coffee before this because i was watching twin peaks and i'm gonna be talking a lot about twin peaks this episode because there's a lot of twin peaks stuff later on and it'll give me an excuse to play this theme and i'm gonna i'm gonna utilize that <laughs> as much as i can because this is the best show ever made anyway david banner he's wanted for a murder he didn't commit the world everyone thinks he's dead for some reason <laughs> he needs to learn to control the hulk and then the movie starts, and Banner's having nightmare flashbacks to the events of the show, and he's hiding out, like, n- next to a beach, I guess. And so Banner aggressively yells, good morning, at this lady. Good morning! Who is, it's this chick named Maggie? Maggie or Maddie, yeah. who's the love interest. But at first I was very confused, because he just screams, good morning! Good morning! At this chick, and then points to this <laughs> this pot of coffee he's holding. He yells good morning and hulks out on accident. <laughs> he gets very fucking aggressive <laughs> when he's greeting people. He wants to make a good first impression. 
Uh, okay, and then so she comes in, and they're together, and it's nice to finally see Banner with somebody, because any time that he's with somebody in any movie or comic, it always ends badly, and this kind of ends badly in the end, but, like, when he's with Betty Ross, he always fucks her dad up, and then he can't go back to her. When he's with fucking Natasha Romanoff, he'll get sent to space, and then he'll never see her again for five years or whatever, so, like, it's nice to finally see him with, and then she'll fucking die. It's nice to nice to finally see him with somebody, even but, if it doesn't end well. For once, he's with somebody, and he makes it as creepy as he possibly can. I I think it's kind of endearing, but at first no, I like, was like, "That's oh. fine." But in the first scene where they're together, <laughs> I made a note where he says, "You smell delicious. You taste pretty good too." It's creepy. I didn't write it down. I definitely made a mental note of it, but I was like, I understand that this is what this is. <laughs> it's fine. I don't... Whatever. Uh, and so she's like, oh, you want to... You should live with me. Dr. Banner's like, no, it's a bad idea. And she's like, why? And he's like, I, I've been... I've had a period of self-destructive behavior. And so basically he never told her that he is he hulks out she she doesn't know about the whole hulk thing in fact he even changed his name to when he went to hiding that's why the whole world thinks he's dead to the most fucking lazy alias of all time yeah. david banyan so he goes from david banner to fucking david banyan change it Come to on. anything else i i made a note that Obviously, David Banner is so much more fucking likable than Steve Rogers or, or fucking Peter Parker or <laughs> Stephen Strange. But it's almost well, anybody's like... more likable than Strange. Come on. Yeah, fuck that guy. Have I become the sorcerer? You should learn whose powers to respect. Come along for a fantastic adventure into the fourth dimension with Doctor Strange. <laughs> but also, he played this character for like 10 years. Yeah. And I think he's fuck. I still think he's my favorite Bruce Banner. Like, I love Mark Ruffalo, but I just think that he captures like the tragedy of Bruce Banner the best. And so I think, I, I think Bill Bixby will always kind of be my favorite. David Banner, also, he played him first. I just think, I don't know. I have a soft spot for him. And he's a real actor, uh, <laughs> which is something all those other guys were not. <laughs> She says that he's been restless in his sleep and that she feels helpless. It was kind of giving me Iron Man 3 vibes to when he yeah, has like, the PTSD bit. and he's like, nothing's been the same since New York. Nothing's been the same since New York. There's the clip. He's like, oh, I focus on you to calm myself down. It's like AA. You get through one nightmare at a time. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't compare it to I would AA, compare it to but... dealing with you, my future <laughs> dealing wife. Dealing with you is like dealing with alcoholism. <laughs> Clearly he means the Hulk, but yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. And Maggie's like, oh, after my... Fucking just drops. Oh, after my dead... My, my fucking ex-husband died. <laughs> I, I was dealing with it by letting loose. So I was just imagining Maggie going through a fucking woo girl party period <laughs> of her life. And I wish we had a movie about that. What's a woo girl? Let me explain. A woo girl is a type of young woman who, like the cuckoo bird or the whippoorwill, gets her name from the signature sound she makes. And Banner's like, I can't deal with that the same way, because if I let loose, I'll kind of break Harlem. Thanks, but the last time I was in New York, I kind of broke Harlem. Um, (laughs) He will literally murder so many people. (laughs) Which he has, and he will continue to do. Yes, Yes, he will. So Maggie drops Banner off at the Joshua Lambert Institute. I was hoping it'd be Lambert, because that sounds fancier, but it's just Lambert, because they say it a thousand <laughs> times later. And Donald Blake, who I thought at first was Jack McGee, because I don't... I, they look 
I don't really know the difference at first. <laughs> they look very different. I just didn't really have any understanding. I don't fucking know anything about Jack McGee. Nobody does. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> so I thought it was him for a while, and then I had to go back in all my notes and change it to Donald Blake. So Donald Blake is spying on them, who will, of course, later become Thor, and I'll get into... Well, I I'll mean, get into that. He doesn't become Thor, but, I'll, you know. I'll, I'll talk about that. I'll have a little rant about that. <laughs> Not rant, but explanation. It's a little... Uh, it's a little It's a little weird. questionable, um, but so, it's fine. <laughs> so Josh Lambert is the kind of owner of the... um. Lambert Institute. I call him Lambert again just because I want... That's so much cooler. Uh, he's being interviewed about the public unveiling of his gamma transponder. A transponder will create a nearly unlimited energy source by accelerating the decay of gamma-radiated material. Because these fucking things are all about gamma every time. But <laughs> basically, he, it's like an unlimited energy source and it reminds me a lot of Doc Ock's plan Spider-Man 2. The power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Maggie works in biogenetics, so they work together. That's don't date your coworkers, guys. It's, it's a mistake. <laughs> I'm 15. And I know that that I've watched enough sitcoms to know that never works out. <laughs> Josh's security guard, who looks a lot like Special Agent Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. He he goes to David and is like, Josh wants you to present the gamma transponder. <laughs> David tells Zach that. He was that Josh already asked him to unveil the transponder and he turned it down. He doesn't want to take credit. And Josh is, is like, one of the reporters is like, Josh, who the fuck, who designed this fucking gamma transponder that's going to create unlimited energy? And he looks at David and David's like, don't fucking tell him it was me, guys. Pulls out a gun. <laughs> Can't have my face in the paper. And then he shoots Josh <laughs> Lambert in the head. And the movie ends. <laughs> I, I thought it was a really powerful ending. <laughs> the death of Incredible Hulk is just him getting the electric chair for that. Uh, so then Josh is like, there'll be a press conference later and we'll answer all your questions. So Josh goes to David and is like, why won't you take credit? Because everybody working on this project knows it was you. It's obviously because he doesn't want to draw attention to himself because he's the Hulk. And that'll... And because he's supposed to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. David Banyan Franny, they're never going to know. <laughs> nope. No one's ever going to figure it out. Uh, I like Josh. I was saying I hope he never he doesn't become a bad guy later, which he doesn't yeah, really. He, he kind of does, kinda but does. he kind of just goes crazy. Yeah. Like Leland Palmer from Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that's the third reference in, like, <laughs> 17 minutes. And so the transponder looks like this really shitty modern art piece. It's just, like, a slab of metal. It, and yeah, it, thing. it's, like... It's just a weird, like, curved piece of metal, like a chair with a laser in front of it. You're supposed to lie on it, but I don't think that giving yourself doses of fucking unlimited energy-based gamma into your body is going to help. I had no clue how this was supposed to generate infinite energy. It's just a chair with a laser. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. It looks like a fucking (laughs) torture device from a James Bond movie, (laughs) not a... Not like a huge fucking scientific breakthrough, but whatever. At least it's not the ultimate nullifier. (laughs) David believes that this transponder might be able to cure his whole turning into a giant green rage monster and wipe out the whole fucking world thing. And Maggie calls him while he's working late and tells him to come home in a very flirty sexual way. And she's also a lot softer in all the right places than that transponder of yours. (laughs) And... And he says that he'll be home soon, but uh, he's got to do something at the lab first. And so Donald Blake is outside and climbs a building with a fucking grappling hook. Yeah. 
it was the I feel like that was so out of place. I don't know where he got one. He's a really weedy guy. Yeah. I don't know I, how he has a grappling hook. He never uses it again. Yeah, that's it's like the it, I feel like it's like out of character for him. Yeah. Like why is. the fuck does he just have a grappling hook? I don't know, but we never see it again. <laughs> and and Banner's like turned on the transponder and he's gonna put in a program with a CD. <laughs> which which this was like right at the start of CDs being produced in the late 80s. So of course I, they I used don't the CD. Think they understand how it works. It's like in Superman 3 when there's like a supercomputer that can do anything cuz people didn't know what computers could do yet. <laughs> so Richard Pryor's like controlling stoplights with a <laughs> with a computer. Oh, what a great what a great <laughs> fucking film. You guys want a special Superman 3 episode? We'll do it. I think it's the worst <laughs> Superman movie in a world where the quest for peace exists. I tell you, I'd write a letter to that would do some good. Who, Santa Claus? No, Superman! And so he says to his uh, very Twin Peaks style voice recorder. <laughs> I think that's the last one. I really do. Oh, I'm no, sorry. It's far from the last one, I'm sure. <laughs> he has a. He takes out a fucking voice recorder like Dale Cooper and he does the whole Diane thing. Diane, 11.30 a.m., February 24th, entering the town of Twin Peaks. Where he's talking about how it'll reverse gamma polarity, which will radically mutate his cells, causing complete remission. Which, uh, in, in, in non-fancy layman's terms, he's eradicating the Hulk from his body. And it's at this moment I see just how phallic the gamma transponder is. Because if there's one thing on this we love on this podcast, it's <laughs> Also, this is a great time for everybody to Google a picture of the Florida Capitol building. Because if you want to see you go to Florida. <laughs> what? Just, just search it up. So Don's watching Bruce Banner as this is happening, and David's like... Oh my, I think I just called him Bruce. Whatever, it doesn't Whatever. matter. Whatever. You guys know better. <laughs> he's telling his recorder all these people that he wants to have the research. If something goes wrong and he fucking dies, of course that includes Maggie and a bunch of other nameless doctors who I was hoping would all be comic book references, but I don't think any of them were because this isn't really that kind of movie. They were. All, they seemed like they were just kind of random names. Yeah, today that definitely would have been something. All those would have been fucking doctors from the comics, but. And so the countdown for the Gamma Transponder begins, and Banner puts himself in place. And this is a good time to mention that sweet score. It's re- it's a really intense score, and the theme song to the Hulk is really good. I don't want to bombard you guys with too much score right in a row, so I'll just put in the countdown score right now. And so, right before the timer goes off and he gets blasted and he could have fixed all of his problems for the next three movies that are probably eventually going to lead to his death if the title of the third movie is accurate, Dawn shuts it off, and so the process doesn't go through. I feel like the timer was way too long. Yeah, he said it for five minutes. Like, why? It doesn't take that long to it's... like record all your memoirs first, then run over the started... transponder. I think he like... started the timer... After he had recorded everything. He's just waiting around. So he was just... For, like, a long time. It, I think he said it for, like, a minute. But you don't need that much time. Well, set it for, like, 30 seconds. Exactly. It doesn't take that long it's to like a, sit it's down. It's like a microwave. <laughs> set it for 30 seconds. If it's not long enough, put it on for a little longer. And so then, Don reveals himself to David. Not like that. But he tells him... Zip. <laughs> he tells him that they used to go to Harvard together, and he was always... Getting in trouble, what a fucking renegade. And so and so Don and David get some coffee together 
And <laughs> so Don tells David he's not going to ask why he he's not going by his real name because I didn't... This is the first time they even mentioned that he's going by David Banyan. I didn't know that before this. I knew that he was, like, on the run and... But they never said what his alter ego was until this point. And they don't even say what it is until way later. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you know, David, I'm really... I'm, I'm very fucking curious about why. And Don Blake and Thor are the best fucking part of this whole thing. It makes me really sad that they weren't in anything else after this. Because those two are really fucking great. I wish they could have gotten a movie. There's so many... That would have been so good. Don Blake and Thor both have so like my all my favorite lines in this <laughs> that I can't wait to get to. And so Don says... Since I signed on as the teen doctor on an ill-fated expedition into the vast and frozen wasteland of the savage Norseman. The fuck? <laughs> and Who the fuck talks like that? <laughs> and two, I was thinking, oh, is that the savage land? Which, for the uninformed in the comics, there's a savage land, which is like this region of kind of like, it's it's it doesn't make any sense, but it's a comic book. So it's like this, this little area of land that's still like prehistoric, and there's dinosaurs and cavemen coexisting at the same time in just this little jungle area for some reason. It doesn't make any sense. But where? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like this weird Amazon place where there's <laughs> dinosaurs and cavemen running around. I, I mean, I guess. If you've ever seen that, uh... That comic panel where it's the dinosaur guy talking about how how he doesn't want to cure cancer. He just wants to turn people into dinosaurs. That is from the Savage Land. <laughs> so, fucking um, comic books. The best ever. And, but it's not the Savage Land as we see later because that's like a jungle. And when we see the flashbacks to this, it's like Arctic mountains. He, pretty much, they're in Norway. <laughs> yeah, they're in Norway, which I guess makes sense because Thor is a Norwegian god. Thor is a Viking. Yeah, he's a Viking. <laughs> And so he hasn't practiced his medical skills since then, which, I mean, I guess if you have a fucking god-man genie in a bottle, you're not going to need to do that. I mean, it's more genie, genie in a hammer. <laughs> Don tells David that uh, something kind of fucking crazy happened. And apparently, he always had a thing for Viking culture, and so he was the doctor with this archaeologist group. And so we get this flashback to this frozen mountain area, and they ran into this blizzard, and one of the, uh, what do you call those guys? Sherpas, the the people who like take you through mountain regions, like on Mount Everest and Kilimanjaro. And stuff. Why would I know that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, mountain person. Some mount, some mountain man, big big buff mountain man, said that. Said it was Odin himself, head god of the Vikings, trying to blow us back where we'd come from. And so I like that we're we are including Odin a little bit. We never see him, but there's enough references. <laughs> and one very silly thing involving Odin that happens about 100 times oh later. Oh my god, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. The storm stops in the middle of the night, and he felt he was being drawn by something bigger than himself, which he follows out. And after dawn, he finds this cave with warm volcanic air rising from deep within the earth. And he found a stone in Viking writing that said, Turn back or be eaten by your fate. And so obviously, he went ahead with it. He just went forward <laughs> to be eaten by his He said it was reverse psychology so he kept going. What a fucking, what a smart man, Donald Blake. <laughs> he found this This tomb. man went to medical school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's out of practice now. <laughs> we're out of fucking practice when you were doing this, idiot. Uh, and so he found this tomb that has Thor's skeleton in it, and the writing said that Thor was condemned by Odin to never enter Valhalla. I said Valhalla. First, but it's Valhalla. He's, he's banished from going to the Bahamas. <laughs> Thor would be great at the Bahamas. Thor in a Hawaiian shirt, chilling out. He'd love that. Thor mimosas. 
that's like he sh- i want a thor in the bahamas movie I don't care if it's Eric Kramer or Chris Hemsworth. Both of them. <laughs> Thor. Both of the Thors together in the Bahamas. I don't know what Eric Kramer looks like now, but I'm sure it's not too bad. But Valhalla is the Viking equivalent of heaven, and so he, he's banished from there until he performs some heroic deeds. Uh, Dawn opens the tomb, despite never being taught to do that in like Archaeology 101, which, yeah, don't fucking just open... <laughs> tombs Obvi- don't open uh, tombs that you find in a mountain obviously there i think the reason for that is probably because of raiders of the lost ark <laughs> because what if spooky ghosts come out and make you melt <laughs> i think i should be an archaeology professor yes you should I'll just teach people about about the indiana jones films you're a, a teacher part-time and of course thor's skeleton was decked out in some awesome norse armor and of course his hammer which they never refer to by its name in this. They only call it Thor's hammer. Which, if you're talking about Valhalla and Odin and all this other yeah, the stuff... Yeah, one thing they leave out is, is the name Mjol- of the Mjolnir. hammer. Like, come on. <laughs> so why, why not? What the fuck? It's not like there were any copyright issues back then. I it was know. like a free-for-all at also, the time. Yeah, like... what a great... That's so... I do love that NBC owned fucking Hulk, Thor... Spider-Man, Daredevil, <laughs> Doctor Strange, Captain America, all at the same time. Which I guess they'd already... Marvel owned all of these except Spider-Man, but I don't know. I like that there is this universe, even if they're not strictly connected, most of them. I still think it's it's a fun... It's fun that there's, like, this early attempt at the Marvel Cinematic Universe that no one talks about, or the, the MTVU, I guess we'll call it. <laughs> and then there's, like, fucking no attempt to do that <laughs> through through, like... I don't know, like 1990 to 2008, probably. I mean, there was kind of, none of, the, but like no. F- it was kind because of, it was kind of just random superheroes, like think, Daredevil movie, I Punisher don't, movie, I don't think, the X Men. <laughs> I'm hoping we find maybe some connections in those. Like, I I kind of doubt there's it, a, but I know that there is a deleted <laughs> there's a deleted scene from Rise of the Silver Surfer where Mr. Fantastic morphs his face to look like Wolverine. But why? So I'm thinking maybe like. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. That's way down the road. We're not even getting the blade until August. So so Don Blake picks up the hammer. Hammer starts... Which apparently he's worthy. <laughs> yeah. Also, fucking David Banner picks it up later. I guess there isn't a curse for it. You have to be worthy. I don't... Yeah, they don't mention you having to be worthy to pick I it up, but that's kind of part of... I don't know if that's always part of the mythology or not. I don't... I Guys, I'm not going to pretend to know anything about Thor. <laughs> I, I do not really find that many Thor comics that interesting or engaging. Because Thor is kind of a boring it's character. kind of boring. I love Loki, Agent of Asgard from a few years ago. <laughs> I love, um, I do like a lot of the Walt Simonson run of Thor from the 80s. And I, I like, I really like Thor in other people's comics. I kind of think Ultimate Thor is one of the best <laughs> Ultimate characters. But He's I'm, a boring I, do- character. <laughs> I don't know that much about Thor. I'm not into Norse mythology either. So, I'm not going to pretend to know if the worthy thing was... I know it wasn't invented for the 2011 film? Or maybe it was. I don't fucking know. I don't think so. I think it was in the comics before. I think so, too. But so, I, I know even less than you do. All so. you diehard Thor car- fucking <laughs> Thor historians, Thor-storians out there, I'm not going to pretend to be up with you guys. 
Don't give me that look for Thorstorians. I gotta keep us afloat. <laughs> anyway, so he just picks up the hammer, starts surging with cheap Back to the Future lightning, and then the tomb becomes full of thunder, and Thor's skeleton eye sockets start to glow blue, and lightning strikes the hammer, and Thor is reborn! And this would be a great time to mention that Thor is played by Eric Kramer, who I know best as the dad Bob Duncan from Good Luck Charlie. <laughs> oh my god. He's also <laughs> Little John from Robin Hood Men in Tights, and he is, um, he's the gay guy from American Wedding <laughs> from San Francisco. <laughs> so, what a fuck, I love Eric Kramer. I think he's really great, and he's, this is probably my favorite role of his. <laughs> oh, I would totally, uh, I'm mad that, that Thor and Don Blake aren't anything else. Like, we only have an hour and a half of them because they're so good, and I'm gonna edit in so many fucking clips of them. Because Everybody they're great. go back and watch this. I don't know how readily available copies are. I had to go to some weird fucking nerdy secondhand store to find... That's, like, the only place you're going to be able to find this. Yeah, <laughs> like... I don't... I didn't even look. I don't know if it's, like, super expensive to find these, because some of these... I'm not even going to get into how much some of these films cost. I don't even know how I'm going to get a copy of Man-Thing yet, <laughs> but I'll figure it out. Um, same with Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, so Don's like, they're part of each other, and I don't expect you to believe me, David, because that's fucking crazy, and you're a man who turns into a big green rage monster. <laughs> but he doesn't know that yet. No, he doesn't. But I guess that's like the Hulk wiki was talking about, that everything about the Hulk is scientific, and then everything about Thor is supernatural, or they're magical, and there's a difference. Unless it's fucking Thor 2011 where, oh, with my ancestors called magic, you call science. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Your ancestors called it magic, and you call it science. Well, I come from a place where they're one and the same thing. Maybe have actual magic, and then they're like, but what if we had people who could make firecrackers with their hands? And I'm like, <laughs> I guess that works for a little bit. And then, uh, then you get to fucking... Thor Ragnarok and Infinity War where everybody's <laughs> magic and fucking making a billion of yourself and it gets crazy. Creating black holes. The winds of Watoom, black holes within black holes. It's like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> you know what's scientific? Creating a time how, loop. Romamu, I've come to bargain. Yeah, how do we make the most fucking MVP character of all time? What do we make him do in the final battle against Thanos for, for 45 minutes? What if he what if he holds up some water that's coming <laughs> into the a, ditch? What if he's a water bender for a while? <laughs> uh, I I guess. <laughs> nah, Endgame's still pretty great. <laughs> I can't I'm not gonna And so Don compares it to channeling, which David Banner just fucking explains here. The spirits of the dead existing again through the living. He literally gives the definition of what channeling is. Which I I don't I'm not a scientist. I don't know. <laughs> science is my worst subject. I don't fucking know any of this shit. Maybe. We'll just That's obviously not scientific, but... We'll just assume that the angry big green guy is correct. <laughs> yeah, he probably knows what he's talking about. So he says that the hammer is like the switch that turns the channel on and summons Thor. And <laughs> this is... I have a lot of instances where I write a quote from Don Blake, and it's just followed by Don Blake, 1988. <laughs> and so the first of those is... He's as, he's as real as this this counter, only bigger. Don Blake, 1988. 
And Don says that Thor will do whatever whatever he asks, as long as it's legal and for a good cause. And then he says probably my favorite line in the whole movie, which is, This is the 80s. I don't know what a good cause is anymore. I know. I wrote that down, too. Don's like, 1988. <laughs> I love that. I don't know why. It's just, he's got a really good delivery. I was wondering if he was, like, a comedian, but he's he's not in much. He's in a lot of TV movies. That was his main thing. It's a shame. He was he's really I, funny. For some reason I thought I had recognized him from something, but I, I couldn't tell from what. I thought so too. I don't know. He seems like he would be like something back to the future maybe, like like one of Biff's friends or like I don't know. He Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was, but I just classic. recognized him. But yeah. he's not in anything. No, not really. I was yeah. I was looking at it and I was like, "Oh man, that kind of sucks. He didn't really do anything after <laughs> this, but whatever." Cuz he's he's I think he's really talented. And so David chalks it up to High altitude, along with emotional and physical pressure. But Don's like <laughs> another another great quote, which is just David, look in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and so he looks in the bag and he finds Thor's a hammer, hammer. <laughs> which yeah, this is when I I was like, I guess anyone can just fucking pick it up. <laughs> and David still thinks that nobody could be the key to an overall hallucination. And Don says that which, okay, hold on, it'd be really weird if it was just a hallucination, like. He just climbed a mountain and found a hammer in a cave and hallucinated that a well, Norse god. I guess sometimes the high altitude makes you go crazy. But why like, is there a ha- just a hammer in a cave? <laughs> well, I don't know. But, well, I, I think maybe what Banner's trying to say here is like, <laughs> I'm talking about like he's a real person. <laughs> what Banner's trying to say is that like, oh, yeah, okay, so you found the tomb, you found the body, you found the hammer. But I don't think that the hammer's supernatural. I think he found the hammer, and knowing that you have your weird fetish for Viking culture, that it led you to hallucinating Thor because you're kind of going crazy from the high altitude and the, the, the conditions that humans shouldn't be in. And that triggered the hallucination, being around that. But, like, that's a, still a fucking weird <laughs> specific yeah, hallucination a... to have. All of fucking Banner's theories are about to be proven incorrect when Dawn summons Thor by holding the hammer and shouting, Odin! Odin! As the hammerhead is surrounded by VFX lightning. And which, by the way, he does this every single time. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it'd be weird if he only did it the one time. Later in the movie, I think they kind of show that it's unnecessary to yell it at the top of his lungs. Yeah. Because he whispers it, yeah. and Thor comes anyway. And... It's a, it's like his power words, like flame on. He's just gotta <laughs> do it. Fucking Thor shows up in his epic 80s glory, and so I, I was kind of, um, dis- I, I'm not disappointed, I, I was just confused because... In the comics, and of course this is ne- never a thing in the MCU, but Donald Blake would turn into Thor. He Donald Blake was like a doctor, and then he would, he had like a walking stick for some reason, and then he would tap his walking stick on the thing, and then it would turn into Thor's hammer, and he would become Thor. <laughs> Which I guess that probably doesn't translate well to the screen. Uh, no, not at all. But in this version, Don Blake doesn't become Thor, Don Blake just summons Thor, which at first I was a little iffy on, but then eventually I was like, it, it I'm works. glad we get both of them for as long as we do, because they're great together and have really good chemistry. Everyone in this movie has good chemistry. This is a really good movie. <laughs> it made me really happy. We got to watch a good movie for once. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad we got to watch Howard the Duck, but this is... I I, I I think Howard the Duck will always be more special and this it's way a, more impressive. I think this is the first... I really like Incredible Hulk. This is the first genuinely, like, or not genuinely good movie, because Howard the Duck is actually good, too. This is the first, like, serious good movie, because this one doesn't really yeah. have too much, like... Bad stuff. 
like that and like it doesn't have too many jokes in it like this is just a, a movie <laughs> yeah it's, it is a movie i mean banner and don blake are both have a lot of great well, yeah but like but for the most part it's a more it serious to like movie. an mcu movie where yeah. it's like it's it's they take it more seriously but there are a lot of jokes when in like it's campy but it's not bad like all the other tv movies are because in hindsight like even like the captain america movies which i think we both liked this is those aren't great. on a totally different level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I think those are, <laughs> other than Spider-Man, the Captain America ones are the best made TV movies that we watched until this, when it's, when it's, this is so many leagues ahead. Like, yeah, definitely. I'll watch this again. I'm not yeah, going to watch any of those again. again. Even Spider-Man, I probably won't watch again. Maybe sometime down the road, but like, this I'll fucking watch, because it's yeah. great. <laughs> I had a really good time. And it, it is like watching a comic book in a way that I don't think anything beforehand was. Other than Howard the Duck, which yeah. is kind of excluded from all these... Because like, that's an actual film. It's, that's a fucking George Lucas and picture. I feel, like, I feel like Howard the Duck is like a very loosely Marvel movie. Yeah. Like it's, it's very loosely based on Marvel. And it kind of just has a Marvel character. Howard the Duck doesn't even have to be a Marvel character. Like, he is a Marvel character, but not in the way that, like, Spider-Man or Doctor Strange or Thor or Hulk He just is. kind of exists. <laughs> yeah, he exists. He's, he's a little, little campy side of that universe. And I think talking about it on the show and especially getting to interview Howard the Duck himself is always gonna that's gonna give me permanent incredible memories oh, yeah. with Howard the Duck that I'll never have with this movie but I think if I have to watch one of them I'll probably watch this yeah probably I don't know I just I just think that this is really fucking this good. is just a good movie <laughs> also I didn't expect it to be also Thor <laughs> also Thor is incredible and Hulk and Thor those are always two fun characters as the mcu has proven time and time again <laughs> teaming those two characters up those two characters works really fucking well which is weird i think like, it's i feel because like... one of them i think it's because they're on such different ends of the comic spectrum one is strictly scientific and then one is strictly magical and then that's like a really good because in this highly scientific world that we live in i think taking a fucking scientist and a Norse god of mythology and putting those two together, I think that really works. And I, I think teaming up such a grounded scientist with, like, this fish-out-of-the-water character who should have been... Who's just, like, he doesn't belong in, in <laughs> modern times. I don't know. I think it works really well. I think that's always a fun team-up. And I think this proves that a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, if you didn't already know from Thor Ragnarok... Oh, stop! Just for once in your life, don't smash! Big monster! Here's yeah. just more evidence that it just kind of works. Yeah, it really works. They're really good together. And even in, like, The Avengers, you get you get that moment where Hulk just punches <laughs> Thor really hard, which is one of the best moments of that movie for some reason. It's like, it's such a small moment, but it's great. <laughs> he got punched so hard. <laughs> so Thor shows up, and he's fucking great. And Thor calls David Banner the Warlock. Thor can't call his hammer to him for some reason, so Don just, like, hands him his hammer? Yeah, it's... <laughs> he's just like, oh, here you go. Yeah, he just kind of like... The hammer doesn't fly, which I'm very thankful it doesn't because that would be on a wire going really slowly oh, yeah. and they would probably speed it up which would look really bad i just think it's funny that like because we're used to it coming back to him yeah so just seeing him like throw it and it doesn't come back <laughs> and it just kind of like hits the ground yeah like, like just imagining thor running after his hammer to go pick it back up it's very funny but then again 
think about the Captain America shield and those two Captain America Yeah, that movies. was really bad. <laughs> like, remember the start of Death Too Soon? Yeah, where it was wrap all the way around. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> so, I, I, in hindsight, I didn't even think this at the time, but thinking about it now, I'm thankful it doesn't yeah, fly. Yeah, it's definitely for the best that flying, it doesn't Flying fly. is not one of the effects they had down in the <laughs> 80s. I would say that isn't an effect they had down until maybe, like, what's the first good flying movie? It might be Iron Man? Iron Man, Superman Returns are probably the two ones where we actually got it down. Yeah, so like late 2000s. Yeah, well that's 06 and 08. So yeah, yeah it's like mid to late 2000s when we actually got Man flying of, technology to look okay. Man of Steel, that's probably where we perfected it. And I guess Superman the movie has pretty good flying. This isn't important. Yeah, this has nothing to do. What? Whatever, you guys are nerds. You guys, we'll talk about flying. I'm keeping this one in. Fuck you guys. It's usually the kind of thing I'd edit out. Not this time. <laughs> you know, you know what our episode about Hulk needs—an entire like, ten-minute conversation about, about flying We're technology. Flying star. <laughs> it was actually in the 1942 Virgo Smirnoff film. <laughs> oh, I love this. When 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 Thor's like, "Oh, I'm thirsty." I'm thirsty. <laughs> he yells, "I'm thirsty." He fucking, he fucking rips. I don't. It's I don't like know a computer bank out like, of the wall. He just fucking rips it off. <laughs> and there's like sparking. Bears like, no. It's so. Funny. That's that's literally what makes him Hulk out. I like that's what. Pi- I, or no. No, 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 it's no. not. Yeah, but it's it's what makes him like start to. I, it's what makes him get like pissed. Yeah, I think. I think Thor yelling, I'm thirsty, is the equivalent of, I'm going to shove myself down a few throats. I'm thirsty. Jam Captain America down their throats. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's this. I love Thor yelling, I'm thirsty. <laughs> that's incredible. Like, every time he shows up, he's just, I'm thirsty. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Thor is getting really weird, and, and David Banner is getting stressed, as he's one to do. And Thor knocks Bruce into a wall thing. It just starts getting fucking electrocuted. Yeah, he just knocks him into, like, Another an computer bank bre- thing. No, yeah. it looks like it's like an electrical breaker. Like, but I don't. It's like a giant fuse box or something. Yeah, I don't. I know, don't think bumping into that would electrocute you like it, fucking Friday the Thirteenth. It definitely wouldn't. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. We're about to watch a big green rage monster and a god go at it. We're about to watch. Not a, like that. We're about. <laughs> we're about to watch a Viking fight a green wrestler. <laughs> big old troll man. It's weird yeah. that Lou Ferrigno isn't a wrestler. <laughs> like you'd think he would be yeah he's just a bodybuilder <laughs> um so banner we have our first hulk transformation and it's it's great i mean i think after 10 years they really got it down yeah <laughs> you see all the clothes ripping it's really good i prefer that to oh, some of the cgi ones not in like like i love it in the avengers onwards but in like especially in 2003 hulk which oh god it's gonna be a fucking headache <laughs> in the incredible hulk yeah the, the <laughs> incredible hulk, Norton. i like the incredible hulk a lot i think it gets a bad rep and i think it would be a lot more well liked if they didn't replace norton yeah but i probably. think everyone knows that at this point i mean it's okay i it's it's definitely not as bad as people say it is but it's I not watched that it great. recently i think it's underrated i think it's very underrated I don't know. I think there's a lot of great shit in that. And I do like Edward Norton as Bruce Banner. The Hulk design's a little too ripped for me. <laughs> a little too yeah, ripped, a little, a little too dark green. It, it, he looks gross. <laughs> yeah, I like, he just I looks like, gross. I like paunchy uh, Mark Ruffalo yeah. <laughs> Hulk. Where he just <laughs> looks like, Hulk. where he has like like five o'clock shadow. <laughs> I like that Hulk. Uh, I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> I, I see this as an absolute win. God damn it, I'm gonna have to find that clip. <laughs> but you're definitely not gonna be able to find it. Are you sure they put quality. the whole fucking movie on, on Instagram? Remember? They did? Well, I, basically, they put like Captain America getting Mjolnir. 
Like, they oh, put shit. every spoiler on Instagram now. Oh, Like, yeah. the Marvel Studios account. Like, come on, guys. I know that there's a two-week spoiler lift, but you don't yeah, need to you actively show. You don't put it... You don't put all the spoilers in the movie into one ad. I know you guys made $8 billion, but you don't... Like, Jesus, guys. That doesn't mean every single fucking person's seen it. Some people don't have the money to go out and see your movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, the first time... Close rip. We get to see... Lou Ferrigno in full makeup, which looks pretty cool, but I never, ever realized watching the show, looking at all these pictures and promotional stills and posters and everything, I never noticed how fucking horrible the hair is. I know! I hate it! <laughs> so usually, you know, the Hulk would have, like, black hair, and I, or, or at least darker hair, and I think that's the hair Bill Bixby has, but yeah. for some reason, Lou Ferrigno has this mullet wig. Like, that's not what Lou Ferrigno yeah, looks it's like. Just it's just a, a wig on a green... It's a gross wig. <laughs> it's so disgusting. I, it's ratty, it's matted, yeah, it's... You should Google it. Yeah, and I think a like, lot of people... you should look at it, it's gross. Like, I, everything else about Lou Ferrigno like, Hulk is fine. You don't think about it. Like, usually... Yeah. You kind of get, I guess you kind of get used to it, but seeing it for the first time is just gross. Also, you know what I noticed? A lot of the time, Hulk is wearing green shoes to match him. Yeah. <laughs> you think he'd be I, barefoot, but near, he's not. He's wearing the, green shoes. Near the end, I they had a shot where his feet were in it, and I realized that none of his toes were in it. No, he's like, wearing shoes the whole fucking time. Like sh- it looks like... He's wearing, you know, the the body, like the full body suits. Yeah, it kind of like a morph. Suit yeah, it looks like he has a morph suit, but only on his feet. And <laughs> you can you can tell like there's the indent where the shoe is. Yeah, it's just weird. Can't I mean, be that hard. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I guess. Yeah, it's just it's just random. <laughs> I I, I so, again something I never noticed, but I still think it's impressive for the time. Yeah, it's it definitely looks really. But it's good. just the shoes and the hair, really. It's about as best as they could. And you do. never really think about. I I never thought about it before until I watched this and was like, oh, <laughs> Thor charges at him and like hits him with a hammer, and so this is our first action scene. And that, at first, I was like, oh, no, the action's going to be really bad. And then, No, it's not. So it's actually not that bad. I thought in this it was it was kind of rough, but this is the only scene where it was kind of iffy, and then yeah. I think o- it gets much better. Overall, I think it's pretty good, but in this scene... I would like, chalk it up to maybe Lou Frigno not having done the role in six years and this being his first action scene in a long yeah, time, probably. maybe. They were taking it slower. Like, but also, movies aren't shot in order. Him getting knocked back, and you can clearly tell that he's literally just walking backwards. There's some really... Really slowly. <laughs> really horrible... You can clearly tell the hammer isn't hitting him. Like, yeah, he's it's... hitting it in front of him stuff. Oh, and of course, this is a this is probably my, <laughs> my favorite thing about Hulk action scenes in this whole show, is they always slow down the Hulk footage to, like, add weight to him to make yeah, it look it's... like he's heavier than he is they just slow the yeah, footage down there's so much so, there's so much slow-mo in this movie and it's so it's so bad i love that and the best part of this fight is just them cutting back to donald blake and him just being like thor no <laughs> thor stop i don't even remember <laughs> yeah but... it's just like they they like hit each other and then it just goes back to Blake and he's like Thor stop it I do, Thor no I do remember Thor calling Hulk an ugly troll <laughs> again <laughs> this will send you back to hell you ugly troll and Thor throws his hammer at the Hulk again and it electrocutes him and then Hulk charges at Thor and throws him out a fucking window <laughs> and and they're on this rooftop balcony thing and Thor tries to tell him that they can be friends but Hulk just ain't having it and so scientists oh, show up. on the ground are noticing them, and then Hulk fucking jumps off the building into the ground, and I think he really did it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he definitely like did it. it. <laughs> that's like, unsafe. 
Could have just broken your fucking loop freak? No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and those are irreplaceable. And so Don sends Thor away, and he's like, you've caused enough trouble. For... That's not how he talks. You've caused enough trouble for one day, mister. That's also not how he talks. And then he puts Thor back into the hammer, because apparently Thor is a genie. And so, yeah, and, and Banner, you know, I have a friend like me. The Will Smith version. <laughs> I'm the genie of the lamb. I can sing rap dance if you give me a chance. Oh! Uh, and Banner's just changing somebody's backyard, and Thor shows up in civilian clothing and is like, Don't be frightened. I'm here as ally, not enemy. Blake sent me to sniff you out. <laughs> Your green troll is a good fighter. <laughs> Another amazing fucking Thor quote, which is, um, Get from Odin, this nose of mine. Never fails. Always find my man. David follows Thor to Blake, who feels very sorry about the whole thing, and and there's some more hilarious Thor lines that I didn't write down, I'll just put in. The Hound returns meekly to the kennel of Odin. Fine battle we had, eh, Banner? Me and your troll? Don sends Thor away again, and Don tells David that the Hulk was in the news, but somehow only on page two. This is just like in Spider-Man, where it's like, shouldn't that be the fucking headline? Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, the media thinks it was a publicity stunt. What the fuck? For, yeah, for the, like... The transponder. Yeah. I don't get how those two have anything to do with each other, but all right. Don says that he's taking his whole Thor problem out of his life, and Banner's like... What happened last night wasn't Thor's fault. It was yours and yours alone. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> a little bit. But also, like, I mean... But also, Thor was just kind of a random dick. And who else are you gonna... Well, I mean, I guess if he's been used to just getting fights his whole life. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. But, but you'd think Don Blake would sit him down at some point and be like, dude, you gotta fucking chill out. But I, I guess Thor isn't really... He's not the smartest Avenger. <laughs> Earlier, Donald is like, he'll only do things that are legal. So what does he do? Assault Banner. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think he wants to see the troll. <laughs> also, he doesn't know about the troll. Yeah, he doesn't know about it before, so... Assault is doesn't legal. doesn't make any sense, yeah. <laughs> it's the 80s, assault is legal. Oh, no. <laughs> Tell that to Roman Polanski. <laughs> and, oh, Banner's like, this hasn't... I haven't hulked out for two years because I've stayed away from people who cause trouble and then run away, Don, so you're not fucking leaving me after <laughs> this. And Don tells him that the computer banks got hit pretty bad, but the actual transponder's all right. And David says that Don can stay with me at... He can stay with him at his apartment so he can help him fix it. And then we cut back to Jack McGee, and we see the New York Globe, and in the New York Globe, the fucking... It is page one, but it's the New York Globe, and it's reporting on Los Angeles. Like, it, it, the headline is Monster Mash in Los Angeles. I don't think that's worthy of worldwide news if they think it's just a publicity stunt. Yeah. Well, I mean, first page. Okay. But first page in New York, that's weird. Ye uh, don't you yeah. You think that's a little weird? Especially for New York. <laughs> yeah, and so Jack McGee's giving us an exposition dump. He says something about Foster. He's like, the guy he's talking to is Foster, and I was thinking Bill Foster, who's Goliath, who, um, that's Lawrence Fishburne in Ant-Man the Wasp. Zach Lambert is playing slow motion racquetball. It's my least favorite fucking scene. The yeah, whole it's thing. so weird. Like, it's like a full minute of two guys playing racquetball in slow motion. Yeah, and, and he's fucking playing it with this guy who looks like Gary Busey. <laughs> a little bit. The whole time I thought he looked like Gary Busey, and then towards the end I was looking at him and I was like, no, he doesn't. He looks like Dennis Leary. <laughs> and I felt really stupid. Because in all my notes, I refer to him as Gary Busey, but now I have to call him Dennis Leary, but his name's LeBeau, so I'm just going to call him that until I forget and call him Gary Busey again. <laughs> He's playing with LeBeau, and LeBeau's like, Zach, I need fucking help. And he's being so aggressive. You're badly out of shape, Lambert. 
He's like, we kidnapped some guy. And I don't know. And I, I don't, it was confusing. And I just kept, I just, please don't make me talk about that on the podcast. I wrote that. <laughs> Back at the transponder lab, Zach tells Bruce that everything seems repairable. And then he says that Donald Blake is just like David. Another one from nowhere who's uh, very good at what he does, but totally unconnected, alone. Jesus, and this is an actual piece of dialogue where Don says, and You'll step back in front of the death ray. And David says, Life ray for me, I hope. And then Don Blake says, At the same time, I feel kind of jealous, like a, uh, like a leper who finds another leper to be pals with, and then his pal goes and gets cured. Don Blake, 1988. <laughs> David says they're different because Thor only comes when Don calls him, but the Hulk is uncontrollable. Uh, and so Don asks David what to do, and he says, go fucking talk to Thor. And this joke is brought to you by the way that Don says, right. Right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I played it about 10 times because it was so fucking funny. He goes, right, 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 right. <laughs> it's so funny. It sounds like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Right, right, right. And, and Jack is talking to some guy who works for Lambert about the whole Hulk thing. And this is when we find out David goes by David Banyan, which is such a fucking lazy identity change. It's amateur hour. And back at the apartment, Don summons Thor, and he's like, I want to ask you some questions. And then uh, uh, Thor is like, oh, man, the fucking, you know, the, the troll part of him can really fight. Yeah, that part of him can fight. The other part of him can think. Now, how do you think those qualities are divided between you and I, you Buick on stilts? Don Blake, 1988. <laughs> that was one of the best lines in the movie, and I'm not sure why. You, like, that's just Because he calls a, him a Buick on stilts. <laughs> like, that's the insult? That's your go-to insult? A Buick on stilts? <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, you can't fight a Buick. <laughs> I haven't tried it. <laughs> I'll fucking punch his headlights out. I don't give a shit. But then we Turn get... this shit into Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking wail on a car. <laughs> we need a uh, fucking... It, it's weird that there's so many... Th- Street Fighter 2 re-releases and there isn't one that's just the whole game is wailing on different cars. <laughs> Think about it. You get fucking Audi sponsorship. You get Ford sponsorship. There'd be so many sponsorships. I know, right? It's like a fucking um, Gran Torino game. <laughs> Wait. Gran Torino is that movie with Clint Eastwood where he calls Gran all those Asian people. What, you're thinking of Gran Turismo. I'm thinking of Gran Turismo. Gran Torino is a movie where Clint Eastwood is racist towards Asian people. <laughs> he calls them all a bunch of <laughs> That's getting That's getting bleeped out. <laughs> Is that real? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess. Uh, I learned a lot of new racial stars <laughs> when I watched that movie. Thanks, Clint Eastwood. Taught me some new ones, yeah. So Thor asks if that was an insult, and Don's like, yeah, yeah, I guess it was. Please don't hit me. And he's and he's like, Blake, you have courage and wit. Oh, now there is a part of you I like. And we got a pretty badass moment. We got a super fucking badass moment where Thor is talking about, oh, wait. His speech? I think that's later. No, his speech is right now, I think. Okay. Yeah, it is in this scene. So then we get this pretty badass moment with Thor's speech where he's talking about how, like, do you fucking know what it's like to be... I'll put a lot of it in. Why are we... Do you know what it is like to be without flesh, Blake? No, I don't. Without flesh that you can feel, without blood pumping through your limbs, with no heart and no chest to hold it. And still, at the same time, to be awake. 
pretty much he's like, do you know what it's like to not exist? Yeah, do you know what it's like to be dead but, but be still conscious? be conscious? And I'm like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> That's... They're so good at making Thor, like, this jovial but really fucking tortured and dark character. Like that scene in Infinity War, which I think I've used in this podcast before, where he's talking about how, like, how he had to kill his sister and his dad died and Loki's died eight times. and no Rage and uh, vengeance, anger, loss, regret, they're all tremendous motivators. They really clear the mind, so I'm, I'm good to go. Like, it's like that. It's like... Yeah, pretty much. And it makes me... I think that... Is a, it's really, this is a really fucking good scene when it comes to fleshing out Thor. Like, it's great. And Don looks at him like he's crazy, and but also very tragic, and he's like... And then Thor says, Then you can ask questions until Odin's missing eye returns. Another Odin reference, which there's a lot of that. But no references to Asgard, no references to Loki, no references to Mjolnir, or any of that. Frost giants, whatever. And Don tells Thor that he doesn't, he, that he didn't realize what that whole thing must have been like for him, and... And Thor's just, I'm really sold on Eric Kramer as Thor. I think he's really good. And this is, this is kind of the scene that sold me on the whole movie. And I was like, I'm very into this. This is really great. I thought that they were going to go to a strip club, but I think that's just because my mind was still on Howard the Duck where everything's weirdly weird and sexual. (laughs) Must be mating season. And they go to a biker bar. (laughs) Yeah, because he says, uh, food, drink, women. In the company of men like yourself, I think I know just the place. Because that's like Thor asked for. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, I know. But I was like, oh, and he's like, there's one place we can go. And I was like, no, <laughs> don't go back to the weird fucking bathhouse. <laughs> and this is like straight fucking out of Terminator 2. Also, Terminator 2 didn't come out until three years after this. And I guess it's not a super uncommon thing, but it's impossible to watch a scene like this and not think about Terminator 2, because Terminator 2 is so fucking good. <laughs> I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. This is a really fun sequence that I love, because in classic Thor fashion, he's drank like a hundred pitchers of beer because he has no fucking... He just can't get wasted. He's a god, think. so... He's a god. <laughs> and so he's, he's getting arm wrestling matches with bikers, but shouldn't he immediately be able to break all those guys' arms like he's Larry the Cable Guy because he's a god. Yeah, probably. Whatever. <laughs> like Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah, you know the sound yeah, effect. Yeah, I do. Oh no, I'm gonna have to watch that to get the sound effect. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Just Google it, guys. I don't want to put it in. It's disgusting. Yeah. Look up, uh... Larry the for, Cable okay. Guy arm wrestle. Yeah, so for context to what we're talking about, Larry the Cable Guy broke somebody's arm in an arm wrestling match. Snapped that guy's yeah, just arm. Completely snapped his arm in half. It's one of the most disgusting videos you'll ever see. Yeah, and the, the sound effect is awful, and Gabe is gonna have to watch it again so that he can get the sound effects Dude, for you. Lord, fuck me. Oh! Everyone starts talking up to Dawn and, like, trying to fight him. Uh, so this whole scene is, is silent and set to music by the way it's set to this weird i don't even remember if it's like synth or jazz or whatever this guy tries to steal a gr- this chick that thor is dancing with and so they get into a brief fist fight and then they go outside the bar after that scene's over and thor's like don thank you for that i can finally you can finally ask me all your questions and don's like hey thor can you drive me home Oh, no, wait. And Thor's like, I can try, because he's the best. He's like, no, Yeah, you know and then what? he realizes that idea. he can't drive. <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> that's, he doesn't know what a car is. Work. By Odin, I could try. So they get a cab. Don is, like, so fucking hammered, even though he says he only had, like, one beer. 
Yeah, he literally... <laughs> like a chaser or he whatever. He literally talks to Thor about that. One schooner of beer and I'm wasted. And so Dawn is wasted and they... Yeah, they hail a cab because I guess they can't... Thor can't fly. That's I, weird. I guess. Whatever. It's fine. Again, don't try flying in 1988. <laughs> Bad idea. And there's some pretty there's some pretty serious bromance going on, but you know that's okay with me. You're basically a, a good dude, dude, a nice guy who just happens to enjoy pounding evildoers into oblivion. So Thor repeats a joke that he heard somebody in the bar say. Oh, that's true. oh I like you, Blake, but only when you're asleep. I don't know what that means, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don calls a cab to no effect. Thor calls a cab and one shows up. That's a good little comedy beat. And just like in Cap 79, the bad guys are talking to this random guy in a van to kidnap David Banner via walkie-talkie. They did it again. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess it's just an easy way to convey, oh, there's trouble. Oh, they're at the Lambert Institute, the, the van. And so the security guard inspects the van to make sure there isn't any any f- funny business going and he on. he dies. <laughs> yeah, they fucking knock him out and steal his costume in what I call the old Stormtrooper switcheroo, <laughs> which you guys know what I'm talking about. You know, it's when fucking they're on the Death Star and the Stormtroopers go into the Millennium Falcon, Hulk, and... Not Hulk. Hulk! <laughs> Hulk in Star Wars! That'd be incredible. We are the spark that'll light the fire that hulk like real fire look like raging fire that would fucking um luke and han knock him out and steal the costumes it's that and this is very diehard actually this whole thing when the the phones are down and all the janders and guards are just like bad guys and they surround banner and his his security guard friend and Bruce's guard friend keeps talking about how, you don't know who you're picking on. So the bad guy yells, shut up, you're, you're gonna, gonna die. die. <laughs> Which I mean, yeah. And then some guy gets shot in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> this movie has a kill count. Welcome to the kill count where we tally up the victims in all our favorite horror movies. But this guy gets fucking shot in the heart. And it's because Banner moves the gun. <laughs> yeah. So does that count as one kill for Banner? <laughs> sure. Whatever, I'm sure Banner's killed more people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Everybody's beating up everybody else, and they almost shoot David's friend in the fucking head. (laughs) Uh, And David turns back into the Hulk, and the Hulk is wearing these really weird ripped beige shorts. And not, I don't mean like ripped like all you fucking cool kids do today, where it's got like the weird patches of ripped. No, it's right at the bottom. (laughs) It's it's like slits in the. In the thigh, like the inner thigh <laughs> slit. I don't know why. It's not like I don't think that him turning into Hulk ripped it. I think that's just what the shorts were. Um, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. And all you guys get back in their van, and Hulk rips the like the the door off, like the driver's side door. Yeah. <laughs> and so that guard friend saw all that, and he's pretty confused. But we never see him again. Thinking now he knows that david banner's the hulk and he'd probably be a liability but yeah definitely hulk goes back to the beach and he's on the beach it's a pretty it's a fun shot just watching hulk walk along the beach this is i really like the drama in this whole movie and the show like it's it's i would definitely <laughs> i would definitely say drama is one of the genres of this whole thing there's a lot of david banner going around and trying to look for the cure yeah it's a lot more nobody can get close to him i feel like this is more of like a banner movie than a hulk movie yeah there's not he only too much out like three it's like times, two or three maybe, times yeah there's not very much action it's a lot more drama but i think Which, that's fine that's what the show is too yeah i, I like that. it works i hope that continues in the next two too because i don't know i really like that i mean uh, aspect to it 
I don't think you can get much more dramatic when the next movie is called The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably because he murdered all those people. <laughs> yeah, probably. And then Hulk is like with this golden retriever, and it's even better because this uh, golden retriever is such a good boy. <laughs> or girl. I hope you got a lot of treats. Maggie hears him outside and goes to find him, and we think she's going to see the Hulk, but he transforms back into David Banner just in time. And so LeBeau, that fucking Gary Busey motherfucker. You fucking Chernobyl motherfucker. Doesn't believe the guys when they tell him about the Hulk. <laughs> this is my, no, this is my favorite line the whole movie, actually. Which is uh, just this exchange that I'll, I'll edit in. You stupid Cajun idiot. Hey, you just as Cajun as me, man. And so they're going to kidnap Maggie to get to David because that's fucking super villain plot number 3078. And David and Maggie are back on the beach and she doesn't think that's going to work out. And she's suspicious of Don. She's like, oh, you know, things all got fucking weird when Don showed up because I like he. Yeah, he hasn't hulked out in two years now. Don's showing up and every, he's all acting all fucking weird again. And then this police helicopter, this police, I just did air quotes, I mean, you guys can't see that. It's yeah. fucking audio medium, I wasn't thinking. But this police helicopter that is full of bad guys shows up on the beach. <laughs> and I guess I thought this delivery was funny when one of the guys goes, Give me that transporting gun! And then so some fucking cop vans show up, and Don shows up, and they fucking shoot Maggie with a tranquilizer, and Banner rips it out right away, and Don summons Thor, and this is getting awesome. This is probably the coolest action sequence in this whole movie, and maybe the coolest scene. They shoot they shoot a tranquilizer at David, and he falls with Maggie. He's like holding Maggie. He falls through a window, but they're fine. And then Thor runs through the water, and this isn't Don. Thor's running through the water, screaming Odin for some yeah. reason. <laughs> We get our third Hulk transformation in the movie. Thor beats up a bunch of the fucking bad guys, and, and so does Hulk. And he, he uses this coffee table as, like, a Captain America shield. Yeah. Remember? That's so cool. And um, he throws people through more glass. It's, like, the same window. It's the same breakaway window. Everyone's getting hit with glass. This is so fucking good. <laughs> so many cuts. The Gary Busey guy shows up, shoots fucking another tranquilizer at Hulk. Hulk throws this guy into the water, and then... Blake gets like his one little sucker punch in because that's what you do when there's like every you get you have your one not super powered character you give him a little moment to shine. <laughs> so Hulk is struggling to get to his feet while they drag the fucking <laughs> drugged Maddie into their helicopter and fly away. Hulk and Thor both jump onto the helicopter. Yeah. They're holding on to the what do you call it like the you you know a helicopter lands on the like the curved feet <laughs> like it's like a like a ski. Thing. Yeah, they're they're both grabbing onto each side of that, and they're fucking in the air. Thor and Hulk, it's so cool. This is fucking this whole film is solidified as fucking incredible in this very moment, and and so Thor falls to the beach, and then so does Hulk, and we get this these amazing shots of them like yelling and flexing on the beach at the same time. Yeah, like that. so when Hulk like roars he does this weird like flexing thing yeah and then so hulk thor hulk does it roars too. and then thor just kind of goes along with it that and starts yelling is too definitely gonna be the youtube thumbnail for this <laughs> episode i mean it's a good shot it's a, yeah there's a lot of really good shots and all the shots of thor and hulk together just make me so happy <laughs> i love my team ups then this cop is getting interviewed by all this report these reporters including jack about the accident and Jack is like, I have a bunch of local witnesses who, uh, they observed a big green rage monster that was the same monster that was fucking up Lambert Institute. What's up with that? And they're like, oh, and he was followed by this unidentified Viking guy and this other individual, Don Blake. <laughs> and then Jack overhears these guys talking about, about the guy Maddie was seeing, David Banyan, who works at the Lambert Institute. And so 
Jack gets somebody to give him David's home address, which, like, I don't think you could fucking... I don't think that's public knowledge. I don't think you can call up Caltech and be like, could you tell me who invented the fucking <laughs> Apollo 11 rocket and give me their home address and phone number? Like, I don't think you can do that. Yeah, I think I, that's that sounds... A crime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't fucking call up Fox and <laughs> get them to give me the number of Brian Singer so I can beat him up for being a... <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. They keep giving him movies. <laughs> they nominated Bohemian Rhapsody for an Oscar. <laughs> Do they not know what happened? He's <laughs> so many <laughs> for like 20 years. Franny, they keep giving him movies. <sighs> anyway, back to Hulk. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun, is it? We already had this discussion with Howard Duck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, fucking everyone in Hollywood's Apparently. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want from me? So Don Don tells uh they're back at the apartment. Don tells him tells David that I don't want to sound cold blooded, but logically speaking, it's not profitable for them to hurt Maggie until they get what they want. Which is, <laughs> I guess that's I guess if they get there in time, that's reassuring, but it's still not very good. I rewinded this moment about like five times because there's this hilarious zoom in when Don and David are talking on like naked Thor, like he's wearing a towel, but like <laughs> they just zoom in on him. <laughs> Oh like, yeah, they zoom in the in, background of a shot, and it's so funny. They zoom in funny. so much that, like, even though this is like, is this in like a up-res version of the movie? I assume so. I mean, it's a DVD. It but looks better than it, it doesn't look like a VHS transfer. Yeah, I think it's so. They zoom in so much that like it goes back down to the original quality. <laughs> yeah, it goes from like 720 to to 144. Yeah, or just fucking <laughs> super pixelated Thor. <laughs> I love it. Shirtless Thor also, yeah. just pronouncing whatever he's talking about. It's it's so funny. Oh, and then we get... An, oh, Thor doesn't know how fridges work, but he does love that shower bath. Hot and cold. All you could want. And he cuts some beer cans open with a chef's knife and pours the six-pack into a pitcher that I think he stole from that biker bar because it's the exact same thing. They'd, they'd probably let him. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? He, 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 if he, I think if you buy a thousand beers, they give you one beer pitcher for free. <laughs> yeah, it sounds reasonable. Yeah. I, at this point, I was like, I don't know how the Lambert guy is involved in this, which they explain soon, but, like, very soon, but I just... He's I, very vaguely involved. I didn't really understand how is going on and jack shows up at banner's apartment and thor answers the door in an amazing scene i love this scene so this much maybe the funniest scene in the whole movie and it's played for laughs and it's so funny when jack says i'm uh, looking for a man thor says you have found one and then thor says and i do not like your face a you look like a rat-tailed saxon to me or a thieving kelk which a Celt isn't that a Turkish stateless nation? Isn't that a, a member of a Turkish state? Why would you know that? I don't that? know how close Turkey is to Norway. I don't. Again, well, how do you know no, that? I mean, pretty far, I guess, because Turkey's in Asia and Norway's in Europe, isn't it? I don't fucking. I don't know. <laughs> it's not important. So, so, so he's like, I'm looking for David Banyan, and I was gonna say Banner because it's such a fucking dumb identity, but. Thor tells Jack that he is David for some reason. And Jack is so fucking confused, and so he just leaves. And Thor goes back inside and says, I'm learning to be subtle. The enemy retreats with nary a blow struck. Oh, good fucking job, Thor. You didn't have to beat the shit out of this guy. Why couldn't we have a Thor movie? I don't know. <laughs> Seems like this make me sad that there's no Thor movie. Because 
Asgard's gonna look like the fucking dream world in Doctor Strange. Doesn't matter if it's fucking Asgard, just As- have Thor in a on movie. Earth. <laughs> yeah, it's always just Thor on Earth anyway. Yeah. Unless you're Thor Ragnarok, the best, maybe the best comic book movie of all time. It's up there. If I've made a grave mistake, Odin son. Oh, I make grave mistakes all the time. Everything seems to work out. Yeah, yeah. I want a Thor movie. And it's not like... Like, Eric Allen Kramer, other than maybe Bill Bixby, is probably the most experienced actor in the whole fucking film. Yet, I I think he's still working. <laughs> oh, man. What a great, what a great thing. And Thor is so fucking determined to help David Banner save Maggie, because he's the best ever. And Maggie's captors call David and demand that he gives them the Gamma Transponder, which I know Banner Banner's like the leading scientist, but I don't think he could just hand over this giant Definitely. fucking transponder. I don't think he has clearance to do that. He can't sneak that out of Lambert Institute. Yeah, and then this, this, it is this, way too big to sneak that out. I guess the security guard's dead, though. <laughs> the guys in that van killed that security yeah, guard. Yeah, but... That... They have a new security guard. They're and the a fucking thing again, highly, highly publicized institute of science. And again, that thing is fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, they're not getting that out. I wouldn't have if I was a fucking captor making these demands. You have Zach Lambert working for you, can't you? Just I yeah, feel like you already whole, have access to it. The whole Maggie plot is fucking pointless. <laughs> well, not horrible, but I, maybe it's a thing where like. Zach Lambert doesn't want to be caught stealing it, and they don't care if Banner is. I, I guess. But if Banner's caught, they're going to put him in custody, and then they're going to put even fucking higher security around the Gamma Transponder. I don't know, man. It kind of doesn't make any sense. But this is when Don points out how they would have to have an inside man at the Institute to know how, how involved Banner is directly. And so now I see where Zach Lambert plays, and he's the their informant on the project, and that's how they know about Banner being involved. So they give him 24 hours until he has to call this number, and by that time, he has to have found a way to deliver the Gamma Transponder, and Banner refuses to give it up because of what a dangerous weapon it could be in the wrong hands, which, I mean, yeah, you're a good man, Dr. (laughs) Banyan. Also, David says that he has to delete all the computer info and set up the transaction without anyone getting hurt. So I guess that means his plan is to... If you delete the computer info, I guess then the Gamma Transponder wouldn't work. But if you're giving them a non-working gamma transponder, they're gonna come after you and kill you and Maggie as soon as they found out that you fucking lied to them. I. But if I you're don't gonna know. give them the gamma <laughs> transponder, okay. So here's it... what's going on. <laughs> let me let me explain. I'm sorry. Maybe this will get edited out because this is just gonna be heavy plot stuff. But you're taking the gamma transponder, which is it knows how to do what it does using all the computer banks surrounding it. So if you're deleting the information from all those computer banks and still handing in the transponder, you're handing in the transponder without the computer banks. So they can't use the transponder unless they, one, have a fucking area with similar computer banks in their abandoned warehouse that they're in, or two, they go back to Lambert Institute, they just bring the Gamma Transponder back to where it came from to use those computer banks. So, because I don't, it's not, the Gamma Transponder isn't, directly connected to the computer banks so (laughs) they're not like bring the gamma transponder and bring the fucking hard drives or floppy disks or whatever they're fucking using 88 to store computer information from all the computer banks bring those to us along with it so why are you erasing all the computers if you're not bringing them the computers and they're not going back to the institute to use it because comics (laughs) <laughs> what? No! I can't butt comics this one. That's a bad plot. It doesn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, it is. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. He's whatever. Hulk. Yeah, it's Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck it. Hey, he's Hulk. <laughs> Fuck it. He's Hulk. They have Thor and a hammer. I want that on a t-shirt. Fuck it. He's Hulk. <laughs> I wonder how many times over the next three films we'll say that. Fuck it. He's Hulk. <laughs> we'll have to remember that for later. Yeah. So Thor says he's going to do it, but he's going to fucking <laughs> crack some skulls, which I think is- Shove a... himself down a couple throats. <laughs> yeah. Jam Captain America down their throats. Back at the villain's lab, Zack tells Gary Busey that kidnapping Maggie was never part of the deal because- Maggie is, like, one of his employees, and she's gonna see Zack and fucking know. And also, he's like, yeah, Maggie's my friend. I don't know why you guys kidnapped him. And so that led me to think, you guys need to fucking kill Zack right now (laughs) because he's a complete liability. And then immediately after that, fucking LeBeau sends his Cajun sidekick after Zack to to blow his brains out. And there's a moment when fucking earlier in my notes... When they were having the Cajun conversation, I, I said, I guarantee, because that is the classic Cajun catchphrase. Like, that's what, whenever I think Cajun, I think of fucking Leatherhead from TMNT. He's like a, he's like an alligator man, and he's, he has a Cajun accent for some reason. And so he goes, I guarantee. I guarantee. And then this fucking guy says, Does it? I guarantee. I guarantee. And I was like, oh, this was written by the fucking whitest guy, <laughs> which I should have known because he wrote all those Star Trek episodes. Yeah, so they sh- fucking shoot Zack, and they're all back at the lab destroying all the computer info, and I love this because Thor is bored because there's no fighting going on. At this point, I kind of relate. Call me when there is war to wage, demons to fight, but this science of yours turns my guts to water. That's like how... People are with the Marvel movies now. (laughs) Why why aren't they fighting? I'm going to complain that there's no fighting going on, just great character stuff, and then pretend to be sad when the characters die because I cared about them so much, even though I just like when they punch robots. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, he's Hulk. Jesus. sorry. (laughs) But, like, why why are you going to be so fucking torn up when Natasha dies if you don't want to see them have actual human conversations? (laughs) God damn it. Because the powers are cool, not the the characters. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) So this is a pretty intense, again, hero sacrifice. Like we saw in Howard the Duck where Banner has to destroy the only cure. And Don and I both are so fucking sad because I don't, he finally, he's this close to finally having a cure, which is a, a staple of this whole show. He's so close and then he has to destroy it for the greater good. And I'm just so fucking sorry, but also I'm thinking he, probably another way he could have gone about this could have probably just hidden all the computer information instead of destroying it or i don't know how 80s computers work or he could have just gone after them like thor had said earlier because literally there was no point of destroying it or he could have just fucking yeah that's what they're gonna do anyway also yeah there's no point of them destroying that never comes back they just kind of do it he could have fucking hit himself with the gamma transponder right now and then turned in the gamma transponder after he'd already cured himself. The end of the movie is falling apart. Yeah, it is falling apart. But that's okay, because it's fucking, it's yeah, still fun. I'm still movie, having a yeah, good time. Still good. So they get the call that Zack has been shot, and he's in the ICU, and apparently he wants to see Banner. And so they figure out that Zack is the inside man, which we already know. And when they go visit him, they ask him where Maggie is. They get there, and they summon Thor, and I swear to fucking God that he says Hogan instead of Odin. Hogan! Which is something my dad always does. <laughs> when he has to lift something heavy, for some reason my dad goes, Hogan! <laughs> like Hulk Hogan. So, that's, I swear that's what he fucking, listen to this and tell me he's not saying Hogan. Hogan! 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 Because he is saying it. I, I swear he's fucking saying it. 
And so all that thunder and lightning doesn't alert every single fucking guard there. <laughs> I guess not. They're all Which talking guy? at normal volume. And then after that, I'm pretty sure Don Blake shushes Thor. He's like, yeah, because he's like, let's go kick some ass. And he's like, Shh. like, there's a fucking natural <laughs> storm in the building for a second. It's literally something that should be impossible on a sunny day <laughs> inside of a building. <laughs> and they're not far from the guards either. Yeah. And so Thor's pumped to kick ass because he always is josh lambert shows up and he's like i'm gonna kill all those cajun motherfuckers <laughs> for killing zach and josh pistol whips david banner in the face <laughs> yeah he's like give me the gun and he's like okay i will and then he fucking pistol whips him got gun josh give it to me want the gun here you go <laughs> uh, i was just thinking about shenanigans <laughs> from super troopers <laughs> oh my god i swear to god i'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans hey farva What's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? Oh. So of course that pr prompts him to Hulk out, and Josh prepares to go in, guns blazing, Hulk stops him by lifting up the back of his car, a stunt I fucking bet you Lou Frigno did for real, because he's a more monster than man in real life anyway. <laughs> because he is actually Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And Josh gets away, and he jumps out of the moving car for some reason? He could've... Like, where is he? Why is he driving the... Whatever. I don't care. But the car <laughs> crashes in this big pile of stuff, and that's what alerts the guards. Not the fucking thunder. Whatever. The end of this movie is already falling apart yeah, anyway. <laughs> in a fucking... <laughs> and then I couldn't stop thinking about Endgame, because fucking Thor is wielding his hammer and the shield as he charges into battle. <laughs> I knew it. And Hulk uses... This one, Hulk uses that steel beam like a baseball bat on all those guys. And Thor dodges this, these fucking lead pipe blows from some rando and don picks up this fucking ak-47 he murders like two fucking people. tony montana and murders these guys including the cajun guy <laughs> the cajun henchman the yeah. i guarantee guy i guarantee and so the cajun guy oh wait no because the cajun guy starts driving away and thor makes the car do a fucking flip when he throws myung near at it yeah he throws his hammer at <laughs> the front of a car that's coming towards him and it does a flip. And this is pretty much the end when LeBeau, the main bad guy, Gary Busey, has Maggie as a hostage, but Hulk's just following them in this weird slow-mo, and Hulk fucking twists the gun to nothing, which is pretty great. They use that effect a lot, especially in one of the better moments in 2003 Hulk is when there's like this tank and he twists the tank and makes like the, the barrel of the tank point at the guy <laughs> in the tank, which is a great moment in that boring film. Hulk saves Maggie after he twists the this lead pipe around LeBeau like Magneto. And just kind of hangs him on a wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something Captain America did in the first movie, I think, when he just hangs all those guys up on meat hooks like that. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Thor and Hulk are running away because the cops are on their way. And so they leave Don and Maggie to discuss how the Maggie's just like, you know, Don, we're going to have to fucking tell the cops that you saved me here because we can't tell them about those two fucking <laughs> troll men. I think that you'll have to play the hero sometime. Because neither of us can ever say anything about those two other persons, can we? And Don's like, I, I, I guess that's an alright idea. And another great shot of Thor and Hulk running off. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry if, I, if it sounds like we're a little, if we're like not loving this. All that is great. I think yeah, it's just it's it's all great. But when the plot kind of falls apart, then. I think we, we fall apart. I think we get a little less enthusiastic. But I'm still loving. I love that whole action sequence. And also, it's 
been almost an hour and 40 minutes, so we've yeah, been in here for a while, yeah. and it's hot. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, yeah, I think we're getting pretty stressed. It's We live in California, and it's fucking the middle of June, so you can understand. It's a fun time. It's the worst time. And Jack d- didn't get any proof, and he's talking with his editor, who sounds a lot like J. Jonah Jameson, in, these, in this moment where he says, I don't care if you've got a declaration of veracity from the angel Gabriel himself. I'm not running these bonehead stories anymore. Do you read me, McGee? Which is such a fucking J. Jonah Jameson thing to say. It is. Please, isn't there any of these shots you can use? I really need the money. Miss Brandt? Yes. Get me a violin. And Thor is running. It. Now, Thor, we get some Thor and Golden Retriever action. Everybody's <laughs> with the fucking Golden Retriever. I love it. Oh, what a good boy. And Don's heading back home. Sadly, we'll never see him again. Don tells David that even though he hasn't told Maggie officially that he's the Hulk, he thinks that she probably she knows and that she understands what's going on, which is nice. <laughs> and Thor and Hulk say their goodbyes. When the troll's upon you, you're a mighty fighter. You're not bad yourself. <laughs> I know. And Maggie and David sit in front of a fire where they tell each other that they'll love each other no matter what. And we get that awesome theme I was talking about. I'll finally put that clip in. packs up and leaves Maggie behind because he's got to go off and get the cure and he can't risk her getting hurt or anything. So, yeah, it's it's pretty intense. It's just like the credits are just while he walks on a beach. Well, then it cuts to him hitchhiking. Oh, yeah. And then it's over. And I think it might be my favorite thing we've ever watched. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty great. Because it was a genuinely good movie for once. It was really fucking good. I'm not going to get say all my final thoughts. I'll just, I'll say the highlights because because I don't want to, I want to make this go on any longer even though I oh think this yeah is great. If, we, if we do our usual it's gonna go on for another 20, 20 minutes but we really love this uh i i fucking bill bixby and, and kramer are really fucking great and don is really lovable too and my favorite thing about this movie is just what innocent comic book fun it is it's not the world is ending it's not fucking everything's falling apart and everyone's killing themselves and and Nazis and sadness. It's just, it's just fucking Hulk and Thor beating dudes up and yeah. saving the girl and saving the day with quips and jokes and fun comic book action, which is what comic books should be all about, especially in that era. Where it's just, it's fucking, it's just so fun, and that's the fucking best thing about it. And yeah, Bill Bixby will always pretty much be my favorite Bruce Banner, at least. I don't think there's really anything bad about this movie. Like the closest is just the ending. The plot falling apart. Yeah, the end not really making too much sense. But even then, like while you're watching it, you don't really care. Yeah, and it's obviously very campy. You don't expect anything, anything crazy going on. But it's not a fucking. You don't watch it for the special effects. You watch it for the for the characters and for the. The, f- the laughable action sequences and all that. And so I'm going to give it 8.5 Cajun henchmen out of 10. I think it's the best thing we've ever watched on here. You stupid Cajun idiot! Hey, you just as Cajun as me, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'd pretty much give it the same thing. It's just a good movie. Yeah, you should watch it's really it. really <laughs> fun. And I didn't know if it was going to be. And I'm glad that, that this is the first, like, trilogy that we're going to cover. Yeah. I was kind of scared that it was going to be, like, really shitty. <laughs> no. Yeah. But... No, there's there's really nothing bad about it. No, and and I think that especially like if you like the show, which I know there are a lot of diehard fans of that show. This is a great continuation of that, and it's a great way to see the fucking larger universe get explored. I I highly recommend this. I think it's 
fucking leaps and bounds above any other TV movie that we watch. Even though it's probably pretty hard to find, you should still try to. Yeah, watch it. I don't know if it's readily available, like I was talking about, but it's great. Um. Oh, working nine to five. Working nine to five. I got it in. I'm not gonna forget. There it is. Uh, <laughs> so close. Uh, yeah. Oh, damn it! I was so, hoping you'd leave it out. So, <laughs> never. So yeah, get out there. Twin Peaks nine to five. That's what we're here for, right? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you guys. Fuck you. He's the Hulk. Thank you guys for listening. Check out all our YouTube stuff. Every episode of the podcast is on YouTube. We're going to start doing more of those uh, little edit videos when we have rants that are... When, when, when we find those little bright spots in when we podcast make, episodes, we'll put them out. When we make the funnies, we'll make a little video. Yes, of it. when we when we are like fucking Splinter the Rat from the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1, and we make a funny. I made a funny! Alright guys, thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Marvel Movie Pod. Email us with I don't know why you would, but email us with whatever at Email Marvel us about Movie. how cool we are. <laughs> we're, we're very cool. That's why we're surrounded by... We have a lot of merch in here. That's why we've talked about an uh, 80s Hulk movie and are surrounded by comic book shit. <laughs> yep, I finally set up all those Legos <laughs> over there. <laughs> There's a whole fucking story going on with that. Thank you, guys. We don't really have a cool send-off catchphrase. Fuck you, it's the Hulk! I guarantee...